For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Who thought today would go the way it did, folks? Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wool Ducks, and with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. I almost had a heart attack like three times today. This shit's getting out of control. I it's can't been a it. wild ride, but let's yeah. not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. Yeah, and sure enough, Twitter Charger fandom going batshit crazy Everybody right <laughs> losing their dang yeah, minds here. the truth. It is, it's a wild, woolly world, and I'm just living in it. But uh, we've got lots to talk about here, folks. Uh, we've got a Bolt Beat lined up, a Fan Focus, and a spicy Ask Bolt Fam. But let's start off here at the top, because our boys came back, and they've got, like, glitter on their faces. They smell like <laughs> cigarettes <not>. and, like, <laughs> bedding rooms, and the chimes of slot machines are running through their heads. What have you guys been up to? Kyle, start it. Kick it. Yeah, so me and Kev went to every year for the last 10 years now. We go to Vegas for the Mountain West Basketball Tournament. Mm. Um, so Aztecs we won. Yes. Aztecs won the whole thing. Yeah, Let's go. They won the regular season and the tournament, which is Let's go. muy bueno. Let's go. Um, but yeah, so we went to Vegas for four days. Me, my dad, my brother, and our uncle, and it was awesome. It was so yeah. much fun. Sweet. A lot of a yeah. lot of gambling, um, a lot of yeah. Uh, there was a lot it was, of gambling. It was, I would say it was ninety percent sports gambling. Us yeah. like getting up in the morning, looking at a sheet. My dad, pretending my dad like had we already. Knew. My dad brought the sheets from the sports book up to the room. <laughs> yeah, we, like, we were coming still out of sleeping. Room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> gambling like, right here. What do you oh, think about like, the over? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so just to give you an idea, my betting. I had I placed twenty good. bets on sports. Uh huh. Hit four of them. Hey, yeah. so that was not great. That was but rough. <laughs> what where, when were we there? We were there March 10th. What happens on March 10th? Justin Herbert has a little birthday. That's his birthday. 
I wonder if that's why his number is 10. I probably is. Yeah. That's That's, that's what we're coming together. So, you know, we were just walking around, getting ready before a basketball game. And we, I went around to the, uh, you know, roulette tables. I'm like, I got to get money on, put some money on 10. Let's see what happens. Let's get crazy. So Hmm. I'm like, Kyle, get the camera out. Let's record it. Let's see if something crazy happens. Kyle pulls the camera out. (laughs) Like, Molasses, like the slowest anyone's the table ever was already pulled closed. Out. The slowest table was anyone's already closed. ever pulled out a no. camera in their life. And I'm like, got my money. I got a, I got a twenty dollar bill. I'm about to go put it on black. <laughs> and as soon as already... I start to walk over there, they say no more bets. And I'm like, all right, here Shit. we go. Yeah. All and right. guess what? It hits when they say no more bets. <laughs> Ten. Ten. So That's we insane. didn't, we didn't hit it. So we're just like walking around. And we look at the next table over. Immediately after that one hit, it hit, it hit ten. So like tens were flying. Oh my goodness! everywhere, yeah. it was amazing. Wow! And then we gambled a little bit. Kyle and Dad went back to the sports book, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do a couple hands roulette. Did two, one, and they gave I won fifty bucks. So they gave me a twenty five dollar chip, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go out swinging. Put twenty five on ten. <laughs> Didn't even look. I'm talking to the guy next to me, but over his head I can see the number that pops up, and I'm just talking to him, and it's just like ten. 10 hit it and wow. i was like oh my god justin you're i love you it's like sundays <laughs> thursdays mondays you're my man and your birthday <laughs> you gave me a present like what the hell's going on here what is happening here yeah so <laughs> it's a crazy we got a whole video of our experience that will go up on our patreon so if you want to go check it out awesome. it'll be there fantastic yes we'll definitely get that up but that hey for all of the you know miss sports bets Landing on 10 on a roulette table. It made it like not even like 10 adjacent. Like it hits 10. No, it paid for Top Golf. It paid for the two times we went to Top Golf, paid for a lot of all the beers. Like I'm I walked out of there with money. It was awesome. (laughs) That is so cool. Well, that that's a great time. That is so awesome to hear. Uh happy birthday, Justin. Yeah, happy birthday, big guy. Um, while you were at Vegas, we finally started to hear some news about some of the uh, cap woes that we were worried about. Chargers were over the cap. We heard 20 million and we were just like, God, what are we going to do? And we're talking about cutting players and just like it, it, people were going willy nilly. And then, so finally the chargers came out and said that they had restructured Keenan Allen and Mike Williams deal, uh, creating and reworked the deals of Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. So you got four heavy hitters. Our all biggest of their contracts. contracts. Our yeah, four biggest of, contracts. Yeah. All the biggest contracts got reworked and it created 25.9926, we'll say, million dollars in cap space. It's just crazy because we never do this, man. And I'm trying to, I'm, I was thinking about it. I was like, why are we doing it this year and why are we doing it in such abundance? And I think just maybe the Chargers have this money to give to these players. Like, I don't know what's going on because it's not just this money. It's like you have to give them the uh, upfront, yeah. like right up front. You, you have to have the liquid cash to give them the bonus. You got to have, mm-hmm. and I think they have it now because we're not doing this. This is not us, man. So I'm, I'm excited. It feels like an all in situation. I know we that we're using that all the time, but hey, I'm, I'm freaking excited. Like, let's go. Right. Yeah, because these are, I mean, these are reworked deals. So the money's just kind of getting moved around as far as where it is that we're going to spend it. it. So pushing it back. So right now, 2024 is looking kind of top heavy, but hey, that's 2024's problem. That's this year's problem. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Let's focus on that. Let's bridge when we come to it. Yeah. Everyone said that this year was going to be a problem. And look at that. 
Hey, problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> Guys, look, it's not my money. I love look, this. We put this it all great. on credit cards, and yeah, the credit cards are going to accrue interest, and they're going to be due later. But whatever, that's for, yeah, that's, that's for twenty twenty four. Yeah, let's go to Vegas. He's for. Uh, so yes, it, we've created for. <laughs> so we've created some space, obviously, for this year, and that's what's important right now. We're talking about the now, right now, right? Well yes. done, uh, right now. So. Uh, Chargers now is to is today the first day of free agency. Is yes. that why well, all of the, this is happening? It's, it's the tamp- tampering, so tampering. you can like you can send the note aclo- across the classroom. It's the paper okay. football. You, anything you hit over to your friend across the classroom. He cl- catches it and reads <laughs> yeah, it. He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, what do you do think? You like me? You no, go yes or no? Yes, exactly. It's like yeah, check yes or no. All these guys are checking yes right now, but the contract's not signed. Haven't That's showed up to the dance yet. I'll be tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So the first move for the Chargers finally came in free agency, and that was from former Vikings linebacker Eric Kendricks signing with the Chargers. So no word yet on what his contract is going to be, how much money we're going to pay him. Uh, But he's a linebacker. So I remember I remember watching him vividly because I played we played fantasy football a few years where you picked up a linebacker and I had him like three straight years because he's a tackling machine yeah. yeah the guy tackles a lot yeah he's he's and he's fairly consistent he's missed his he's numbers missed are a, going up he's missed a few games but yeah last year he had 124 tackles 74 solo 50 assists That's like he's, crazy this is that run stopping linebacker that is going to help us with that problem that coach clearly sees and goes out and gets you know a bigger name a veteran guy that this is what his specialty is so right I, what does that mean for true kyle yeah, it, it's 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 the sign of things to come for Drew Tranquil that I think he priced himself out of our ability to pay him. Like you have a guy that's coming to his first contract, right, out of his rookie deal. He wants to get paid. This is his one contract to get something big. And now you're starting to see guys get paid crazy amounts. I mean, the Bears right. went and picked up um oh man, who did they sign? They signed oh Trick Tremaine. Tremaine. Edmonds. 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 Yeah, I was yeah, just going to say Bills. Edmonds, yeah. And they paid him a, they backed up the truck to get a big time linebacker. So Drew, his value is only going it up for the up. rest of us. Yeah. 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 So with a guy like Eric, who knows he's at the latter end of his deal, I'm sure he got him for a short term deal um, that probably comes, comes to fruition once we have to pay Justin his gajillion dollars. Right. Um, another way of just kind of m- moving things around. Yeah. He's a little bit older guy, but his, his, his output still there. Right, He's the production is games. Still there. He played 17 yeah. games last year, 124 tackles. So the guy's still playing. He's going to come in and be a leader. I saw he has a YouTube channel, so I went and oh, pe- I peeked yeah. at it. He's got a great personality that like, gets along with all the other guys. So um, I think it's it's going to be, it, you lose a leader in Drew for sure. I loved Drew Tranquil. Um, but he was a part of the defense that didn't perform in stopping the run a lot. So right. um, was he the only issue? No, definitely not. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I wanted Drew to stay around, but this is way of everyone's like, oh, next year we're going to be so the cap, blah, blah, blah. And Drew doesn't want a two-year deal. Drew wants a four or five, four, a four-year deal, you know? Totally. So, totally. Um, it's just, it's just a matter of all the numbers and how they're making it work with, yeah, being, paying a lot of guys a lot of money at the top of our roster. Right. Yeah. I, and I think I saw that, uh, Eric Hendricks also had a, he was a team captain for, for the Vikings yeah. as well. So I'm pretty I mean, sure Goldsey, like he's been it for several years now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I mean, yes, we we don't want to lose Drew Tranquil, and technically, we haven't heard that Drew Tranquil is gone yet. Right, the, but the, it, the all signs pointing. are pointing. Yes, all signs are pointing to not having Drew. Uh, though, hey, stranger things have happened. Maybe we get surprised. I doubt it, but we'll we'll have to wait and see when that happens. But getting somebody like Eric Kendricks, who is a consistent team captain and a team leader, similar to what we had that's with what Drew. Drew's position was. That's what I'm saying. Well, so. and it was, it was cause I heard this news. I was like, okay, I got to go find like where he ranks in the middle of like linebackers, how people have that. So there's just one website had like all the linebackers last year ranked FF today had him as the eighth linebacker right behind Micah Parsons. Eric Hendricks. Uh, that's what I said. Sorry, it's not what I said. Eric Kendricks is the eighth linebacker right behind Michael. Just Parsons. making sure. Just you are correct. Sure we're all you are clear. correct. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> and then they had Drew Tranquil at 78. So just looking at see where you know and this doesn't mean shit, but you're just kind of seeing what the other you know the people that do all the numbers where they're ranking these guys. Right. So we'll see. That was just based on last year. That's not a projection, but we'll see. This could be a really good step for us, and maybe the kind of linebacker that Coach wants. He didn't pick Drew. He kind of inherited Drew, and now he's getting a chance to kind of pick guys that might fit him a little better. I'm, I'm just right. trying to look at the bright side of life. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Eric Kendricks, I think, uh, I think our linebacker coach uh, Howard worked with Kendricks because he came from Minnesota, and I think our special teams oh, co- right. uh, coordinator Ficken was also from Minnesota, worked with Kendricks. So Good there call. is a connection there. This isn't just a you know a, a, a left field name. Yeah, yeah, this is these are guys that have had experience with Kendricks. Well, this guy's a know what Pro he can, Bowl linebacker. You know, yeah. is, like he? is he Pro yeah. Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, I don't know about last year, but he's definitely been he's been a Pro Bowl linebacker yeah, for sure. He's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, if there was somebody that needed to replace Drew, Kendrick sounds like a, a great guy to do that. So um we'll, wait some and of see, the, we'll see. We'll, we'll see have that, to wait and see. Absolutely. Yeah. Um prior to us uh signing Mr. Kendrick, so we found out earlier in the day from Ian Rappaport that the Chargers have agreed to terms with quarterback Easton Stick. Let's go. Fifth rounder from 2019. We'll back up Justin Herbert still. Uh, getting just a one-year, $1.8 million contract fully guaranteed and comes with a 152000 signing bonus. So next year, there will be no backup quarterback because Justin will be paid for three quarterbacks. That's what, the, what I'm saying. <laughs> or we'll draft a backup quarterback. Yeah, you're getting a seventh yeah. rounder for sure next year. Yeah, I saw I, I saw people on Twitter upset that we're not getting, what was his name, Rush? Cooper Rush? Oh, Cooper yeah. Rush, yeah. It's like, God. You got, <laughs> I know. We're finding stuff to be pissed off about. I know. Because we kept Easton Stick as our backup for right. a million bucks instead of... And they're like, oh, I guess that means no Cooper Rush then. Well, like, we'll have to deal with that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> season's over. <laughs> Flip some tables. Call You're it a day. These dudes uh, never play. So. $150,000 yeah. signing bonus and a million bucks we're paying the guy. Yeah. That is what you pay a backup. I saw the Saints just paid um, Jameis Winston like $8 million for next year as a backup. Right. backup. As a backup. Yeah. That's pissing away cap space. This is what you do. And the guy that we we know, he's in the system, knows Justin, knows like. Yeah. Obviously, new system, but like he knows the chargers and the facilities and like how everything works and the code. I don't know. It just seems like the best case scenario. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I, I, isn't Sam Darnold going to the 49ers? I'm sure he's getting paid more than. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But so, he's going to, I think he's going to start the beginning of the year because of all the injuries to the other. The oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll be, that'll be interesting. But yeah, not getting Cooper Rush is not the end of the world here, folks. Right. I mean, we got the guy that, Coordinated Cooper Rush and Kellen Moore, and I think that's right. more important than and he's like, Cooper nah. Rush. <laughs> he's like, nah, I won in spite of that guy. 
Don't bring well, him here. The good point is like Cooper Rush, who was he before he was coached up by um, <laughs> right, right. by Kellen? So right. why can't Easton Stick be coached up and do, do the same yeah, shit? What, yeah, what if Kellen Moore turns Easton Stick into Cooper Rush? He See, gets an $8 million about, contract boys. next year. Let's this go. What we got when we start the talking. cheap Cooper Keep Rush. Going. Come yeah. on. I'm leveling Come up on. right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some other cool news that came out. Jeremy Fowler tweeted out the Chargers are expected to pursue safety. John Johnson, the third, who will be released by the Browns this week per source. And he would re this would reunite Johnson with Brandon Staley from their Rams days. So this was a name that we talked about after yeah, he left the Rams. Staley's first coming. Yeah. yeah. And. We were all surprised when he went to the Browns, but now the Browns have let him go, so Chargers could be going after him again, try to reunite him with Staley. That's the one position I feel like we haven't had a vet at the safeties. Like we've never gone and picked up a free agent vet at the safety spot. Yeah. It's it yeah. feels Can't like it's been like a draft and develop, draft and develop, draft and develop type thing. And obviously you hit with Derwin, but right. I don't know. It'd be great to have a plug and play guy, especially that knows Staley and we were all like obsessed with this guy. The first, the first we go around, excited, was yeah, yeah. The, the possibility of it all, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, once once free agency starts rolling, I'm sure we're going to see some stuff come out here this week. That's we'll all <laughs> talk about on the next podcast. If this sure. week is anything like yeah. today and the craziness that was today with all the news, it like we'll. This going to be an exciting roller coaster. Yeah. Well, yeah, so with the good comes some of the sad as well. Uh, there was some other tweets that came out. Dan Popper tweeted out, Chargers will not be tendering wide receiver Michael Bandy per source. He's an exclusive rights free agent and will now become a free agent next week. So the guy that we saw a lot of promise in, pre in for, uh, preseason, yeah. uh, we're going to be letting go. But, I mean, had a good he had catch some opportunities in the regular season. And, and a bad jet sweep. Those yeah. were, that's what I remember Bandy as. One big yeah. catch in the season Sadly. and a bad jet sweep. Uh, Jeremy Fowler tweeted out the Chargers and tight end Donald Parham Jr. could not come to terms on a new deal and Parham will hit free agency per source. Parham was a restricted free agent. So sad to see that. You don't want to that hear one, about that. That one bums me out, dude. I was really excited to see what he could do with a healthy year next year. And that's Well, I mean, we've been talking about case. possibly drafting a tight end as well. So, I mean, it's not like... Well, this is a for sure now, or they're going to have to do something because, you know, we're not, we just don't have enough tight ends on the roster if we let him go. Right. Uh, let's see. Daniel Popper also tweeted out Chargers are not expected to tender defensive lineman Braden Fajoko per That source. one bums. That one yeah. sucks. The, the Donald Parham one, it's like he wanted money, right? He, in, in reality, since he got hurt, his concussion, he did really nothing last year. None right. of our tight ends had much of any production to speak of. Mm -hmm. And he wants a big deal. And it's like, Obviously, we negotiated and tried to get something, and it just wasn't good enough for him. Well, I don't know if he necessarily wants a big deal, but bigger than what the Chargers were willing to offer him. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll have to wait and see if uh, if he finds another landing spot. And same with Brain Fajoko. I feel like the Brain Fajoko one, too, that, was, that feels similar to what happened in the previous season when, like, they didn't want to sign him, and then they brought him back, but then they didn't activate him or put him a free agent or I can't this remember like what a mistake. there was a lot of, it felt like a cup and ball game as far as like what they were doing with Brayden. And then eventually, yes, he's on the team and he's, and he's playing. So I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case. Obviously I want to keep Brayden, but I hope he, uh, the thing is he put up some great tape at the end of the year. He looked awesome. Yeah, put so up some like, great tape I hope he goes and gets his Millie goes and makes some money somewhere. Cause sure. that guy deserves it. He's, he's one of my favorite chargers right now. He 
takes the time to talk with us and do interviews and that guy's awesome so yeah well, he's a fan favorite and yeah, he's a favorite of the podcast sucks. so yeah we we'd love to keep him and would love to see him stay a charger but obviously he's got to got to take care of himself um and another guy that's got to take care of himself adam schefter tweeted out chargers running back austin eckler is requesting permission to speak with other teams about a potential trade after preliminary talks with the team aimed at a contract extension did not progress, his agent Cameron Weiss told ESPN. Well, it sounds like you didn't do a very good job, Cameron. Why yeah, are you making Cameron, this our problem, Dick? Get it together, dude. Tammy this, boy, this this is what get, almost gave me a freaking heart attack today. I saw this and I was like, "What?" I like it, it makes sense now that I'm hearing it. Like this is that time of year where he's got to capitalize. He's being paid so little for his production, but. You just don't want to hear that shit, dude. You just no. don't want to hear Austin wants to get looked for a trade. No, and, and and it's understandable. I mean, the guy has two seasons, back-to-back 20 touchdown yeah. seasons. He's killing it and looking to get an extension, looking to get paid. Feels he's worth more than what the Chargers are paying him, and the Chargers didn't, don't agree or they're just not coming it's, to a, an agreement. Or I'm sorry, I'm dying over here. <laughs> yeah, same. It's getting me all choked up. Um, <laughs> I'm clipped. <laughs> I it's just it sucks that he's a running back. That's the hardest part. It's because yeah. he's a running back looking for his third contract. You know, and it's like, yeah, he the production 100% is there. He's an awesome charger, like great teammate, all that stuff, and it's like he just deserves it. I don't care. Like honestly, like he's one of the guys on the team. Or I don't care if we get if we get bent over a little bit. Just pay the guy his money. He needs to be right. a charger. Yeah. Now that's a that's a fan's perspective, one hundred percent. But right. like of any guy on the team, especially the running back position, doesn't get paid that much. Like you can you could like renegotiate, like structure his contract in a way, and blah blah blah. And but the guy needs he does deserve to be paid more than he's being paid right now. He's a top right. five running back in the league, and he scores more touchdowns than anyone in the league. So, I mean, twenty touchdowns a year—that's insanity. Mm-hmm. yeah that's he, crazy he, dude so it's like i get it i understand from his perspective like this is my i need to capitalize on these last two years right now i yeah, can't right. do an, another year maybe get hurt and then i get nothing i'm just the old washed up quarterback i mean running back so it, it makes sense what he's doing it just sucks i'm not mad at him like melvin gordon who we offered a buttload to and he was a free agent and he just like right. no screw you i'm going somewhere else right i need two um, million more than what you're offering me yeah it's just it does suck. And then I start to like think like, all right, well, what do you get back and turn, turn? I was like, fuck, I don't even want to think about that. Like, I don't, don't even want to think about I that. Cause it, it, yeah. and the truth, it doesn't affect this current year. Like he's still under contract to play this year. If we just say, yeah, we deny your trade. You got to play that. Hold up. That, that we could do that. And then he could potentially hold up. It's, it's setting yourself up yeah. for drama for sure. Like hey, Kyle, the only the way you can look at this in a positive, and this is a very stark black and white way to look at this is that we didn't use a draft pick on him and you're probably going to get a third round from for him. Like that's, that's the, the only positive way I can look at this. He was undrafted guy and you might get a third round. Yeah. People but say right we're where getting, he's at right now, he's a top five running back. But right. the top, it's the problem we have right now. It's like the top, those top running backs don't, aren't going to get a first round pick. You're not going to get that for, for him. It's just not going to happen right. unless there's some stupid team that's willing to do that. And they're ahead of us. Let's go get that, that Bijan guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
I just don't like this. I, mean, I feel I feel gross talking about this. Well, right yeah, now. it's just too. it's dirty laundry that's being aired out that really doesn't necessarily need to be aired out, which it makes me more angry at Cameron, Cameron. Weiss for for talking to ESPN about this kind of stuff because now it's just putting you know fan pressure on the office, the front office, to do something about okay, well let's let's come to terms with Austin Eckler because it's just him. I mean, if you believe the tweet, it's just him requesting permission to speak with other teams. So that doesn't necessarily mean that, okay, we hear you, Austin, let's, let's get a contract together. Let's get that extension that you want. Yeah. Um, that could still happen. It's not like we heard that he's talking to other teams just yet. The guy just wants to get paid. And if the chargers can, you know, get it together and if they can extend all these other guys, they can figure out a way to keep and Austin around. Who, who knows? It could be a wait and see game to see who they can pick up right now and what this team looks like where they, you know, reevaluate it in a few days and like, okay, yeah, we can do that now. Yeah. Yeah. I just think from a business standpoint, they're just not going to pay a running back. That's just what the NFL is now. Sure. You just, just don't pay it. a 31 year old running back a third contract because production's going to go down and blah, 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 blah. Like there's just, it just doesn't happen anymore. So I don't know, man. I think, I don't know. It just feels bad. It doesn't. Right. It feels gross right now. Totally, it does, does feel gross. We'll just have to wait and see what ends up happening. Uh, obviously, we we want to keep Austin around and understand that he wants to get more money. Uh, but if you happen to have some extra money, you can go on over to our Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com. <laughs> wow, that was, that was the smoothest really transition Charger I've ever heard in my chat. life. Patreon.com slash Charger Chat to check out some of the funny videos we got over there. We're posting a lot of fun behind the scenes stuff as Kevin Tease. We're going to be putting up a, a Vegas video here pretty soon of all the shenanigans that went down there. Yeah. Um, and we got to shout out our newest Patreon members, uh, Kyle Goodwin and Brandon Clark. Welcome to the party, pal. Thank you so Thanks, much guys. Yeah. for joining Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. And if you're curious about joining and checking out some of the fun stuff we've got over there, we've got a little video to kind of show you, give you an amuse-bouche of what's mm -hmm. going on at patreon.com slash charger chat. Let's go to it. Oh, good Tag! You've joined the Charger Chat Patreon. Good choice, by the way. <laughs> got another fun little video lined up for you guys. Kevin. Blue! Welcome to the second Zoom Hangout. Kyle's here. What's up, Coach? Really? Look at the brisket Look at the brisket We send out a request if you had a question for Braden. We go to Blockbuster and we go get the Zodiac. And I'm like, what are we doing, man? Welcome back to a Coach's Corner Hollywood edition. I stopped by Blockbuster again. I reached into the movie bin. And, and it was me who was hurt in front of everybody. This is Kevin's speech to Justin <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> I trusted you. Kind of your mm. <laughs> So there you go, folks. Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Check it out. And if you don't feel like going over there, that's all right. You can go on over to our website, ChargerChat.com, to check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in our member section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check out ChargerChat.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, time to go on to the next segment. It is Fan Focus. Let's see what fan is stepping up to the plate. All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus, and we are super lucky to have Andrew from Charlotte, North Carolina. What's going on, Andrew? What's going on, man? How are you doing? Glad, glad I can be on your podcast, man. So. Nah, we're pumped to have you, man. We're excited, and uh, um, we're also excited to find out how you became a Charger fan. It's the first question we ask everybody, man. How did that happen for you? It's a little embarrassing, actually. So um, I played baseball when I was growing up. I didn't really care about football, but I wanted a way to, like, you know, meet people, connect with people. So in middle school, my friend that used to sit next to me, huge fan. Um, she's a Buffalo Bills fan at the time. Well, I don't know if she is now. But um, she was just like, hey, you should get into football. I was like, sure. Like, I'm, I was just want to follow a football team, but I don't know who to follow. I'm not a bandwagoner. I do not want to follow any big teams that have Super Bowls, and I don't want to be a Panthers fan because I hate the Panthers so much, too. <laughs> nice. And that's nice. all I'm surrounded by in Charlotte is just Panther fans. Yeah, I feel you. So she's just like, what's your favorite state? I'm like, California is my favorite state. And so she showed me, like, this list of teams, and I'm just like, something about the Chargers, like, stood out to me. So I went home, got on my old Sega Dreamcast, played with a – who I then realized the starting lineup for that team, their quarterback was Ryan Leaf. And I'm just like, this team is the one I want to follow. I'm just nice. like, and I realized, wow, I play with a sucky quarterback on this game. <laughs> nice. So I just, uh, my first ever game that I watched was on like the NFL, like ticker thing where it's got like the little lines going across the screen. And I'm yeah. just like, that was the Bengals game when they went down like 27 to seven and they rallied the second half. So ever since then, I was like, I just had a good feeling about it. And like, I was actually a spoiled Chargers fan for a little while because, I mean, I followed them from 2006, you know, so they made the playoffs every year until 2009, you know? Yeah. I got the whole Rivers, Jay Cutler rivalry and like, it was fun. And then I really had to sink into my fandom after that because they didn't make the playoffs again until Mike McCoy came in like 2013 with the Bengals. So that's how I became a Chargers fan. It's just, I just felt I had a good feeling about them. And it's just, it's funny that I had a good feeling about them because they break my heart all the time. I know. But yeah, but still, that's how I became a Chargers fan. So that's awesome, man. Well, I feel a kindred spirit here because I'm also not near the team. I'm in another state surrounded by another team. So tell me, like, what's, what is it like for you to be a Charger fan? I can't imagine there's a ton of Charger fans in Char- like Charlotte, North Carolina. So what's it like being, you know, out there kind of by yourself? 
sucks, man. Like it's been lonely, like going watching games by myself. Like it's I didn't really meet a Chargers fan in North Carolina until 2018. I was, it's funny, like Chargers fans out here is like playing Where's Waldo. It's just like you wear the Chargers <laughs> hat and they come out of hiding like you're a Chargers You'll fan. You'll find one. Like, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I found one in Sports Fanatics. He was just like, You're a Chargers fan. I was just like, All right. And our first game we watched was actually that um that Steelers that weird Steelers game where Michael Badgley had to kick it three times to win. Like, oh, that's right. That was actually the first game that we watched together. That was the first Chargers fan that I actually, and then I just kept kind of finding them after that. And it was just like, oh, you're a Chargers fan. Like I said, it was like we were all in hiding. Like we're all in like caves. We're ashamed. And it's just like, oh my God, there's Chargers fans. That's awesome. So, what, it's got, it's kind of, I kind of feeling it more now that, you know, Justin Herbert and like what he's brought to the team has gathered this excitement. And we were talking a little bit before we started, and you were able to go to multiple away games this year. Um, so oh, yeah. what was it like being, being able to get, so first tell us what those games were and then what was it like being a fan, you know, a charger fan at those away games? It was definitely a different experience because like when I went to the 2007 game, you know, like we had like, you know, the whole San Diego supercharger theme song, you had fans saying San Diego superchargers and you didn't have that after they moved, you know, because yeah, we yeah. don't have a theme song. You don't really have that. Well, what, what's our identity? You know, it's just like, you kind of got lost in that, but. And then even in 2010, like nobody cared about them because they were. I think they finished like five and eleven that season. It was yeah. bad. But um, but yeah, it was just like I went to the Atlanta game. And I got I broke the bank on those seats. I got lower level by the tunnel that they run out of, and it was just like a. Nice. You can tell like there was so many Chargers fans for a away game. Like I did not expect that because back in um before COVID, I got to go to. I actually flew out to um StubHub to see um Rivers final um um home opener against the Colts and it's just like I always heard that you know away fans like dominated that stadium and it, it was true because I mean you had like we were on offense and then like, get a bunch of Indianapolis fans yelling defense I'm just like I'm in LA right now sure. like how are we like it's crazy like we were outnumbered that game so it was just like a it was a different feel this year when going to Atlanta game where I'm just surrounded by Chargers fans and we actually had pretty even Brandon Staley gave us a shout like yeah we felt the energy at the Atlanta game I'm just like wow like big difference from what I grew up with, you know? No, for so. sure. I'm, I'm feeling that too. You know, we have season tickets. So like we've been going, I went to StubHub. We were at Jack Murphy. We were at Qualcomm. We've experienced it and kind of the ups and downs and especially in San Diego, we were getting outnumbered there too. You know, we were, we were never, you know, not always had the home field advantage. So now that you're kind of feeling this kind of energy change, it's really exciting. So I'm with you on that. And then, you know, what, what are you most looking forward to? There's a lot about to happen. We are like right on the cusp of the free agency stuff, who we're going to keep, who we're going to cut. The draft's coming, going to be here before we know it. What are you most looking forward to this upcoming year? So I'm really hoping, like uh, like I said, the offense could take a big step this year because I feel like that was the biggest disappointment. You know, our team went so much into, hey, we're just a defense away. We have a great offense. We have Justin Herbert. We have all this talent. Like, we were just a defense away from, you know, going to a Super Bowl, which is why they broke the bank last year. And it's just it sucked to watch that backfire because it was the offense that struggled last year. I'm just like, wow, like, I mean, the defense did have their struggling points last year, especially run defense. I'm like, I'm so tired of hearing about run defense. You know, like, how many draft picks have we spent on, like, the defense in the last, like, 10 years? And, like, we still can't fix that. But, I mean, I thought it was going to be great, you know, but so this year. But, I mean, you know, stuff happens, you know, like, we had so many injuries. And, like, you know, being a Chargers fan throughout the history, you have to deal with that all the time. It's injuries after injuries. You're like, yeah. Wow, we have like 22 guys on IR. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, how do yeah. we keep getting all these injuries? 
But that's what I'm looking forward most to this is hopefully like with Kellen Moore coming in, you know, that offense taking that next step and like hopefully we can retain some guys. You know, I know we have a lot of guys like Drew Tranquil is probably not going to be back. You know, like hopefully we can restructure Sebastian Joseph Day. I don't know what's going to happen with J.C. Jackson with that injury, but I'm yeah. I'm confident with Michael Davis, though. I think Asante Samuel will take that leap, but I'm really hoping like the offense can really take that leap with Kellen Moore and hopefully – you know, we'll see what happened with Trey Pipkins this year. Like, if they, you know, they keep him or not. I think that'll be, like, a big thing if, you know, what they do in the draft. I feel like they might go, like, offensive line if they let him walk. Because, yeah. I mean, that's a big gap there. Because, I mean, you, it sounds like they want to keep Jamari Salier at guard versus moving him over to right tackle. I don't think Foster Sorrell is going to pull a Trey Pipkins, go work out with Rashawn Slatter and Duke Mayweather and be great. I don't think that's going to happen. With you. So I think it depends on whatever happens with Trey Pipkins. But I know a lot of people are just sold on us getting a tight end, which I would love to get a tight end because I feel like we haven't had that presence since Gates left. You know, Hunter Henry stayed injury. Hunter Henry stayed injury throughout his entire career with us. You know, he had that ACL tear, he had that kidney laceration, and then he had like that tibia fracture that. Yeah, he was went, always. Um, weird injuries on him too yeah and it's just like that position is not feared for us you know i feel like if we had that weapon for justin herbert that would take us to another level you know i do too so like it's just like it just really depends on what happens during like free agency so basically i'm just looking for that offense to take that step because it's exciting offense like if everybody stays healthy I don't know what's going to the running back room is going to look like. I don't know what's going to happen with Isaiah Spiller or, you know, if we're going to utilize him. I know he was really young. That's that's what Matt Money Smith was kind of talking about today on his on last, last podcast was, you know, he's a young guy. You know, maybe yeah. that's why we didn't get to really see him because he's not developed enough to be that full caliber running back we need him to be. So I'm just really just excited to see what this offense can do and hopefully we retain enough on defense to be competitive next year. That's awesome, man. And you're clearly a diehard Charger fan. You know all the names. You know all the records. You got it all, man. So it was an absolute pleasure hanging out with you, Andrew. And appreciate you being a part of our Patreon. It's been so fun hanging out doing that. So, Dude, I love um, you guys, man. Like, hey, get another tier and so we can do some unedited stuff. So. <laughs> all right, all right, man. We'll look at it. But we appreciate it, man. We hope to, um, you know, we'll see you on the next Hangout. And then we'll definitely, let's try and hook it up at one of these games. Maybe we'll get an away game, man. Maybe we'll come join you for one of these away games. Yeah, I really want to like you're out in Missouri, right? Like, yep. is that where you live? Yeah, I want to go to Kansas City game. Well, that, like, that's, that's easy. Yeah. That's done. Call it a day. It's yeah. done. We've got plans. Done. That's on my bucket list, man. I want to go to the Arrowhead. Like, I, I I love the tomahawk chop, even though, like, I like I grew up a Braves fan, so I love the tomahawk chop. Can't do it with them, but yeah, for I would sure. love to come out there. Yeah, well, let's we'll get we'll see what we can do, man. And uh, again, thank you, Andrew, uh, for coming on and sharing uh, your fandom with us. And uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, man. Take care. Take care. Well, folks, with great power comes great responsibility for Kyle, the coach, Duggan. I guess daylight savings time kind of son of a bee. up a few things with uh, manhandling three children. Kids sleeping um, patterns, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Kyle had to step away, but hey, Andrew, thank you so Dude, much for awesome. coming on and chatting with Kevin. That was so freaking cool. And I love to hear that opposing stadiums, like for him, he's gone to a lot of them. This year, they started to be a lot more Charger fans. Like, that's cool I to know, hear. I love which that. Which is, yeah, I mean, and understandable. I mean, the team went all in. We picked up a bunch of guys. We've got freak, Justin freaking Herbert as your quarterback. Like, it's going to bring some people out of the woodwork. And Andrew is absolutely one of those guys. And I'm so thankful to have him come on and chat with you and 
I'm, it, it it sounds to me like Andrew wants like a Charger Chat Patreon after dark oh, hell tier yeah. or something like that. Like I <laughs> there's know. a couple of videos that we didn't play <laughs> that we could probably do there. But um, I want to ask Kyle, uh, what did you think of the interview? Hey, Andrew, you're fucking awesome, man. That was great. It was great uh, having you on. Appreciate you, man. Wow, Kyle. Kyle doesn't normally say that, Andrew. Weird. Doesn't usually drop f bombs. You got him no, fired up. No, he really doesn't. No. So, uh, I, I that's that's quite an honor. Yeah, (laughs) Um, all right, folks. Well, let's move it on to the next segment. It's time for the Bolt Beat. Welcome back to another edition of the Bolt Beat. As always, I'm your host, Jason Reed, acting editor over at BoltBeat.com. You can go follow us on Twitter at BB underscore Chargers, myself on Twitter at Eat Your Reedies. And, you know, go check out the website for all of your Chargers coverage for what is already shaping up to be a wild Wild off season. Last time I talked here on the Charger Chat podcast, that I kind of talked about how next time I'm going to talk to you guys, there's going to be something going on. There's going to be some big news. There's going to be some player movement. And what do you know? That's exactly what's happened. We haven't got ex- player movement exactly yet, but we're starting to see the groundworks of what's happening this off season um, and what's going to happen for the Chargers this off season. I guess the overall theme, there's obviously the big elephant in the room that is Austin Eckler um, potentially, you know, asking to search for a trade to seek out a trade. We'll touch on that in a second. I just want to touch on kind of the overall theme that I'm getting of the offseason. Tom Telesco made four big restructures, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Cleo Mack, and Joey Bosa. A lot of those are a surprise. Personally, I thought Bosa was the only one on that list I expected to get the the restructure. Um, it just made sense. He's under contract till he's 30. You know, he has a few more years. He's not really going to regress in the same way. Some of the other guys might regress. Um, so it made sense. Mac was a surprise. He only has one more year under contract. Now he's got a bigger dead cap hit next year. Whereas before his dead cap hit your next year was easy to get out of uh, Mike Williams. You know, they restructured his deal. It was kind of clear when he first signed the contract that it kind of felt like a two-year contract. And this kind of confirms that I think he's a candidate to get cut next year for cap space. And then you have Keenan Allen who, who knows, maybe they extend him. Maybe they extend Williams to get rid of Allen one way or another. These guys are going to be kind of off the team. They are candidates to get cut next off season because just those four players make up, I believe the numbers 55 or 56% of the total cap. So yeah, you, you just can't operate a team like that. So the, some guys are going to depart. And the overall theme is that we're learning is this is kind of an all in year for Tom Telesco. Um, I think Tom Telesco is operating under the the idea that this could be his last year and that if this doesn't work out, oh, well, it's not his problem to solve moving forward. Now, obviously, as Charger fans, you know, that's not what we want to see or what we want to, you know, we don't want it to not work out and there to be problems to solve next year. But you see this in every sport. You see it in baseball. You see it a lot in basketball specifically. And you see it in the NFL where these general managers are like, hey, my job's on the line. I got to do something. I got to put together a winner. I got to live up to ownership expectations and I got to go for it. And we see a lot of these ill-advised moves in other sports, like the big superstar trades in basketball that make no sense. Um, You know, all these different things. I don't think this falls into that. But it tells me that Telesco might be a little bit more bold this offseason. Maybe he does a move like trading up for uh, B. John Robinson, which I, I don't know that I would necessarily love personally. Maybe he trades down. It's something he's never done before. That that would be bold for Telesco. Maybe he uses his newfound cap space, $19 million at the time of recording this, and that's without cutting Matt Filer, without factoring in rookie draft pool and everything. Um Maybe he uses some of that to bring in a bigger name player. You know, maybe someone like Tranquil walks and they bring in someone like Bobby Wagner. Who knows? You know, I think anything is on the table this offseason for the Chargers in the realm of possibility, of course. 
Um, because Telesco, we can't just be like, oh, Telesco's not going to do that. That's not what he normally does because he doesn't normally give max restructures to four guys. So that's kind of the off-season kind of um, narrative that's going on this year. And then you have the Austin Eckler situation. It comes out today that Austin, Austin Eckler has asked permission to seek out a trade. Um, the two sides have not been able to agree to a contract extension. Eckler has one more d- year left under contract. Excuse me. Sorry, my dog's walking around. Hopefully he doesn't hit this tripod. Um, he's got one more year under contract. I believe he's a 7.75 million cap hip. That's off the top of my head. Apologies. You can hear Maurice shaking out. He just woke up from his nap. Um you know, so it's it's they could free up some money. He only has one more year left on his deal. He's relatively affordable for other teams in the league. Um, so he's gonna have some interest. Now, some fans want to see the Chargers just pay Austin Eckler. They want to have the extension. He gets a lower cap at this year. You kind of reward him for the the 40, 50, 60 touchdowns he's had over the last two years. Obviously, the number's not that high. But in reality, like obviously, as a fan, I want to see Austin Eckler return just because I, I like the player. I don't want to see him on another team. But the reality of the situation is running backs don't age very well in the NFL. He's already 28 years old. Um, Giving running backs that third contract is not usually advised. We already saw the team not want to do this with Melvin Gordon. And what made his his contract, Austin Eckler's contract, so great is that the Chargers got in front of it. They did it earlier than they needed to do. That way, at the tail end of his deal, his current deal, they were still getting elite-level production, which is what we saw last year. If they did it two years later and he had two more years left under contract after 2023, who knows what could happen? So it's almost like one of those unfortunate situations where it sucks for Eckler. It sucks for the fans. It kind of sucks for the team, but you can't pay him. You can't give him a four year, $40 million extension or whatever, you know, his market price would be. It's just bad baseball or bad, bad baseball. I got the world baseball classic on her here. It's bad football. Um, every year we talk about these running backs who are overpaid, the Ezekiel Elliott's of the world, you know, and teams want to get out of those contracts. And if the Chargers do this with Eckler, it could be the same situation. You know, if we're being honest, Eckler struggled to run between the tackles last year. The Chargers couldn't milk the clock in the Jacksonville game because they couldn't run between the tackles. He's an elite playmaker. He's an elite touchdown scorer. He's an elite, um, you know, pass catching specialist. But do you want to pay a guy who's kind of one dimensional and is getting older at a position that notoriously ages really poorly, 10 plus million when you already are backed up against the cap? I don't think so. So I think, you know, Eckler's going to go look for these trades and it's going to be interesting. You know, he's going to try to find a team that wants to sign him on for an extra two to three years and go there. Obviously, the Chargers don't have to listen to him now that this cat is out of the bag and it was Eckler's agent who leaked it to the media, which is kind of a telling sign. Um, the charge could be like, screw it. Let's cut ties. Let's go get a fourth, fifth round pick. Cause that's all he's going to get for one year of his services. And let's move on. I think realistically, unless Eckler finds a team that really likes him, that really, you know, want likes him and wants to extend him, or he goes full scorched earth. I think he returns and just plays out his contract. And it's like one of those weird, awkward situations where he's kind of going at, you know, head to head with the front office. And maybe there's a hold in, in training camp kind of deal. Um, but I think if you're asking me extend Eckler or trade Eckler, I'm probably taking trade Eckler every time as much as it pains me as a fan. That's just the, the business side of the game and long-term makes the most sense. But then again, as we already said, Tom Telesco is operating like, Hey, if I'm not here next year, anyways, who the hell cares? I might just go give Eckler $40 million. Obviously not. He would have already signed her to that, but who knows? Maybe they got ideas for Robinson. Now, maybe they trade up. This wouldn't be the first time Telesco's traded up for running back, even if it's really bad value. And what I do know is whoever is on the team next year, we're all going to root for. Um, and I don't like some of the some of the 
fans cheering for Eckler to leave. Look, I know he struggled at times. And I know some of the stuff he said or didn't say with Herbert on, you know, undisputed and all that. Yeah, it's frustrating, but this is a guy who's been the catalyst of the offense and has been a really important player on the field, in the community, off the field, you know, not just like social media, but like in giving back to the community. So like, let's not bash the guy. Like, is that just, is that a simple request for some fans on Twitter? Like, Hey, let's not celebrate him. Like he's some horrible player who's done horrible things. Um, let's celebrate him for what he's done. And if this is the last time we've seen Eckler, then let's celebrate that. Let's not kick him on his way out. I, that's just weird to me, but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do. There's going to be a lot of free agency news before the next time I talk at you on the charger chat podcast in two weeks, there might even be free agency news by the time you're listening to this with how fast everything's been moving in the cycle. Um, but we're going to get a better idea of what that charger team is going to look like next year, what they're going to prioritize in the, in the draft and whatnot. And it's going to be interesting. I think we're in for a very interesting next four to six weeks with the Chargers, and there could be a lot of change, including Austin Eckler. So that's all I got for everyone today. Um, you know, again, let's be nice to Austin Eckler and the other players on the Chargers, whether they're staying or they're going. And uh, let's get back to the Chargers chat, guys. Kyle, you're back. Oh, hey, hi. You're back. <laughs> Welcome back. Magic the- man. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, uh, Jason, thank you for another awesome bolt beat. Uh, yeah. Some wise words uh some hard, hard to hear. truths yeah hard to hear some hard yeah. things to it's hard to hear digest. i didn't i didn't even think about the idea that it's tommy t's like <laughs> you better win swan song <laughs> yeah and <laughs> yeah. like is he setting us up for like a this year and then we'll figure out next year if i'm still around type of deal yeah if i'm not around in 2024 then it's somebody else's problem that yeah. i have now set up <laughs> but don't like uh, that i don't like that thought i don't either there um, I like the idea that we're just going all in just that he has a 10 year plan and this is just part of that plan. And right. It's just moving forward. All, 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 all the chips ahead, all steam ahead, full, full steam, steam ahead. ahead. There you we go. Got there. We got there. We got it, there. It started. It's just like the um, contract <laughs> negotiations with Austin Eckler. It'll get right. there. Yeah. It'll get there. Uh, it was so funny though, because he I got a notification from Twitter that we drafted that we we picked up Eric Kendricks at the same time I got his segment. They like came, so I was like, ah, oh, he missed it by like five minutes. So missed it by that much. Yeah, but that's how well, quick right now we're in like the crazy part of this yeah, offseason where this, it's like when this comes out, there will be more stuff that's already happened for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And uh shout out to Maurice, uh Jason's dog. Hey. Welcome hey. to the party, pal. Thanks making for making show. the show. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Maurice. <laughs> um, Jason, thank you again, dude, for another wonderful bold beat. Uh, can't Thanks, wait brother. to see what happens in a couple of weeks when you've got a lot more to chew on, my friend. I expect uh, some deep dives into what's happening in the free agency. But until then, folks, it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Ask Bolt Fam. Buckle up. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Both Fam, and we started off with Zachary Shelton, who asked the question. Hopefully, all of these moves that we made last offseason and so far this offseason actually can result in this team winning the Super Bowl this upcoming season. What's the point of going all in if you don't succeed at the end? Well, you don't know unless you, tried. you go all in. Sure. I mean, if there's you don't, 31. then you go you go eight and nine and you hate it because you don't make playoffs. You have to go all in to give yourself a shot to win the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not of the playing, shots you don't take. 
if you're not playing to win, then what are you doing? Yeah. Like if you're not play. trying to, you know, get to the Super Bowl. I mean, there's 31 teams that didn't get to the Super Bowl that probably right. pushed all their chips in as well. And yeah. I mean, the point is you got to get there. You got to try to get there. I mean, you got to wake up in the morning and look at yourself. Just, yourself but say, everyone says that we don't go all in because at the trade deadline, we're not making gigantic moves. And now it's the, oh shit, now we're all in. I hope this pays off. It's like, I can't do it anymore. It's so hard as like <laughs> doing this show because you just, I, I remember so much more of the reaction to the stuff that happened. That, yeah, like, five years I, of I can this. look back like yeah i look back six months i'm like everyone was so pissed off because we weren't making moves at the deadline to get a tackle yeah. and now it's like oh well now we're all why are we all in what's the point it's like yeah i'm just excited this has changed this is new and yeah i think the one thing he said you know hope some of the last offseason stuff the biggest question is going to be jc jackson we have yeah. a lot of money invested in him and let's hope that that works yeah yeah, I mean, there's going to be folks that say that we're not going all in because we didn't sign Donald Parham to a deal. Like, I mean, yeah. it's just you can't. What's well, the alternative happy. to not yeah. going all in? You just show up. Yeah, another day. Yeah. Just punch yeah. the clock. Don't. Well, there's a lot of teams that aren't hitting their cap space. They're not going to be right there with barely any money left. So right. those are the guys that aren't. So, hey, Zachary, we're going to have to just wait and see what happens this next season. But thank you for asking the question. Let's yes, move on now to Tom Telesco's burner account. Who asked the question? Looks like we're going all in, man. <laughs> Cap hell the next few years, so we got to do it this year, man. Time <laughs> for the Super Bowl, man. Tom T knows he's on the hot seat and went for it. He said, fuck next year. Let's go bolt up. Uh, if you guys were stranded in the amazon with no tools or food how would you guys survive for a week what skills would you guys pull together to survive until help comes okay love you guys man bye we are all in Going we are all in and i'd go all in on some cannibalism because that's the I, easiest way to do it and i just <laughs> chop one of you guys down and start eating let's that's just good get a hot fire hot I fire was, burnt flesh dude i was you gonna would say die, you would die just from the bugs eat like mess i'm annoying so, you you would kill yourself my allergies i might just like it, <laughs> yeah we wouldn't <laughs> survive much. a day in the amazon without be, any tools to be hacking <laughs> yeah yeah i'd be like guys just just eat me and don't <laughs> yeah just <laughs> Just, just don't eat don't eat me if you're gonna kill yourself anyways, but if you right, have to yeah, go. Hey, ahead. If you're gonna yeah. go, then I'll eat just you. Leave me alone. But, well, couldn't right. we just take one of your legs and like cauterize it real quick and we can all feast together? You know? Sure. Oh, that's brutal, dude. <laughs> you eat that your own leg. <laughs> this podcast took a I don't think I don't think I would dark. get that hungry in one week. I'd I would be, be more worried about like <laughs> it's like right when we land. Dehydration. All right, so what whose leg are we taking? <laughs> Yeah, right I would be more head. I would be more bothered if I'm like watching you eat my leg. Like you're going like mm, <laughs> oh it's so good and I'm just <laughs> Yeah, you just slowly take a bite. <laughs> oh, that's dark. Darkness falls. Um all right. Yeah, I don't think we do too well, Tom Telesco's burner account, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Hangry Seth, who asked the question. Sounds like the team is all in, but if he wanted to trade someone, who would it be? Me? I love Otto, but I think we'd be okay with J.C. Zant and Callahan. 
he could fetch a pretty penny. Mm -hmm. Draft capital in a 9.4 mil. He's also an undrafted free agent next season. Jeff saying. I don't. <laughs> Never going to catch me wasting your time. <laughs> well, that's See y'all next year. It's <laughs> a different character, but. That's what I thought of immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but JC's not ready, dude. Like, you need to. If we're, this is our all in year. You want Vato in that starting lineup as soon as the season starts because yeah. JC yeah, is not sure. going to be ready, dude. No yeah. way. I like the yeah. idea and the creativity with it, but shit, no. And Callahan, Callahan's not He's for sure agent. coming back, yeah, right? We'll see yeah. if he comes back. So, yeah. I mean, hey, I, I'd love to have all these guys. And if we can hang on to all of them, that'd be great. And if JC can come back and play, then that that's just icing on the cake at that point. So, um, as far as who we would want to trade, I don't want to trade anybody. I'm interested. I'll trade Matt Filer to some <laughs> team that wants a guard or something. A guard. I'll Just get a six a rounder for him. But I'm fine. The with thing that. about I want to. I, I don't know if any of these questions are about Matt Filer. Do you? Are you aware if they are? I won't jump on the toes. No, the I don't. Question, I right? don't think so. No. Okay. Everyone's like pissed off that we haven't cut Matt Filer yet. And I'm like, the only reason we were going to cut Matt Filer is for cap space, but we got under the cap with all those crazy restructuring. So I was like, I guess he's a good true, guard. Yeah. He's not bad. If if we cut him, we have to fill it somehow. That's true. So you're going to have to pay a free agent more money than what we paid Filer most likely because the market's only gone up, mm-hmm. especially with the way that they're paying guard. Like Denver went out and paid a guard a gajillion dollars today. Right. So it's like yeah. you either replace him with a rookie that's probably not ready to go because you don't want to take one in the first round, or you pay more. So it's like, Filer's the guy now. We restructured those things. We didn't have to cut him. That's true. I don't know. I feel I feel like if they don't cut Filer, I feel very strongly Trey Pepkin's going to move, and they're going to put Sawyer over at right tackle. I really do. I think that's yeah, what will happen. Possible. Yeah, that's and that's very possible. That saves you a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah. I don't think we truly answered Everyone your has question, one. Hangry Seth, but was uh, trade, was, no, trade no one. No <laughs> trade. Who we would trade. <laughs> We we cut. Yeah. Um, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on Sorry, now. We didn't answer that at all. No, I mean, I, th- I, don't I tried trade to anyone. trade. I just allow people to walk. I, I, anyone that we Kenneth have on Murray? a contract right now is you're not going to get anything for him. I know. I, I, I don't know who you, what you would get. I mean, I understand the, the mindset behind Vato, but like, well, he's but the we best player he's that you could player. possibly get something for, but that's the one right. you need to keep. Right. I mean, it's, I'm like, I'm. It's like the fantasy football trade where you're like, here, have all my shit. Give me some picks. Like the NFL just doesn't do that. You know what I mean? If these guys are shit. proving themselves, they'll be worth it, but they're not doing it right now. But then if right. they prove it, then you want them. Exactly. Vato, keep him. It's a uh, catch we're twenty-two. Also, there, we're also fans, stuff, and we yeah. love all of the Chargers, so I don't want to. Yeah, it's all a fan. Yeah. But uh, thank you for asking the question. Thanks, Let's brother. move it on now to Mish Kyle. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? My question is, other than your Chargers podcast, what other Chargers podcast do you like and listen to? For me, I'll just from my point of view, yeah. it's, I don't like listening to other Charger podcasts, not because I don't love those guys. I am easily incepted. <laughs> I am easily, something goes in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a great idea I just had. So yeah. I try not to, to do that at all. Right. Um, and We'd be I, the I w- guilty as locked on something <laughs> else yeah. podcast. Yeah. Bolt Bros podcast. Yeah. I, I love all those guys. They do amazing stuff. Um, 
and we support them like no other because that's yeah, just making our fan base better. But I, I it's hard for me because I just I want to give you guys my my original idea. Right. So it's yeah. hard for me to. I know I am easy. I'd be I'd be easily hypnotized. Same. Easily susceptible oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to suggestion. Same. Kevin yeah. can be brainwashed into Colts and <laughs> killing people and all this stuff. But I will listen easily. to the Charger chat one. I'll wait till after we record our Mondays and then listen to it. You mean the chart, not the Charger chat. That's us. The Charger the Chargers. Network. Well, the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Chris Network, Harry sorry. and Matt. Lincoln. I listen to myself every week. I was yeah, yeah. Say, you're like, no. I'll listen to myself after we record <laughs> no. it. The Chargers.com Which is one. Just typically how you listen to something yeah. after you record it. The Chargers.com one. Those are great. But yeah. I just don't want to in- incept those other guys and steal takes that I didn't come up with myself. No. The, the, and yeah, guilty as charged. Uh, Chargers Weekly. Uh, Help me out. Chargers Unleashed. Locked on. Chargers Unleashed. Locked on. Locked on. Are, locked on are awesome. Bolt, Bolt Bros. Bros. Bolt Bros. Who are the ones that are overseas? Is that Charged Oh, the, up? Uh, the uh, down, Chargers down, down Under. Chargers um, Down Under. But there was the other one that we had that was like Charged Up. The Brits. Like the spot. There's so many. There, there are a lot. Oh, God. And we love them all. somebody off because But I don't listen them. to any of them. So that's why I don't have the, the names on the top of my head. I only listen to the Chargers Network podcast, the one with Chris Harry and Matt Money Smith, because they, they, I just feel like they have a little bit more of an inside take, um, and they're that they're in the business. Like Matt Money Smith's talking about how at the draft or at the combine, he's, he's rubbing like elbows. talking to GMs, and it's like you, you actually, I get something more out of it. Um, mm. Those other guys are amazing, though. Yeah, Charged I just don't have bolts. enough time. That's the one this, I was trying to think of. This two hours that we do here, this is all the time I got for podcasts for my week. Right, <laughs> I got no extra time. So definitely go check out other Charger podcasts. They're all yeah, totally. fantastic. And that's the great thing is that everybody brings something different to the table. Neapolitan, like, if you will. The Neapolitan yeah. ice cream of podcasting. Absolutely. So Mish Kyle, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville 714. Who asked the question? All right. No funny script this week. The Underoo Olympics are over and things are getting serious. And frankly... <laughs> It's scary. I know what Austin's value is for us as Charger fans, but what do you guys think Austin is worth on the market? Is he worth a first-round pick? He's 28. Do you guys think he would go three years back with the same production he had in the last two seasons? Or do you guys think he would begin to decline? Keep in mind, he's had no help, and he's been worked like a rented mule. If we're getting any serious draft capital, it would probably be now, in my opinion. Then again, I don't know shit about (laughs) (laughs) Also, is Jimmy G just another Derek Carr, but with more women that want to fuck him? Hey, love you, boy. I totally forgot about that. We have a new Derek Carr, everybody. This is That's right. Yeah. And I didn't I call it? I, I said it like five, four or five episodes. Like it made you the did, most yeah. sense. Yeah. Made the most Jimmy sense. Jimmy G is not hateable, though. I feel like he's just like more a, women want to fuck him, apparently. I'm just yeah. here, you know, like I'm good at football. I'm handsome. Hey. He's just not hateable. I don't know. He's he probably will be once you give him time. He's a raider once he puts now. on the jersey, yeah, then I'll hate yeah, him. He's but. gonna instantly unlikable. Yeah. He does feel a lot like just a prettier Derek Carr for sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, as far as uh, is he worth a first round pick? You're never going to get that. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I think only got, you, we're only getting one. You're only getting one year out of him, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. So, unless, so yeah, I think a, a, maybe a third. If you're lucky, a third. Yeah. Um, I saw a couple of people mock drafting. Like the somebody mocked. 
trading him to the Green Bay Packers for two first round picks, three seconds. Like this all day. I'm like, no, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. Third round pick. That's it. That's all you're going to get at I've, the best. Yeah, I was hearing buzz about the commanders wanting to get involved, but you're not going to get first who, round picks. But this. who's who knows? It's hard to say. There's not many running backs that score 20 touchdowns a year. Like he is a he's a weird outlier right now. You know, yeah. you he I'm sure he wants to be in that um uh CMC debate. You know what I mean? Like, like the, I'm the, sh- dude, the league doesn't think very highly of him. He does hasn't made a Pro Bowl. Yeah. So it's like that's true. He, the value other people don't see what what we see as Charger fans apparently. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I didn't think about that. He still hasn't made a Pro Bowl yet. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see there. Old Bill seven one four. But hey, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to SRP Dad, who asked the question. With the news of Eckler requesting a trade, where do you think he ends up? With the Chargers or elsewhere? Do you think this changes our draft philosophy now? Uh, I mean, it very well could. It very well could. It depends on what, if there's a Yeah, we don't out. have a running back one outside of Eckler. The guys no. that we have, it's like, a uh, we got enough for a two. That's what it felt like. Like between all of them, kind of, we got a two. Yeah. So it, I think it changes drastically if you don't have Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. The hard part is I with him coming out and requesting a trade, you deny that he now like what's his reaction? You don't know. Mm-hmm. When your guy comes out and asks for a trade, usually they get traded because it's like we've already tried to negotiate. We don't like what you're offering. Get rid of me. Basically, is the feeling and sentiment. So, yeah, I don't know. I, is, it has to change your your draft philosophy. But you're not gonna. I don't think you take a running back in the first. But I think it changes your philosophy. It, and this might be a dumb question is requesting a trade and requesting to speak with teams about a potential trade. Is that the same it's potato kind of potato? Thing? Is yeah, it? Okay. Yeah. So that the agent can go to other teams and find out like, Hey, what would you be willing is. to give a third? And then they can go to the charge and be like, Hey, look, these guys are willing to give you a third round pick, blah, blah, blah. They'll take this amount of money, blah, right. blah, blah. That way. So like the agent has to be the middleman. It's not the chargers out shopping him. Right. It's like, we'll do the legwork. We'll just let us go ask and see what's to up. talk to a few people. Yeah. Let's talk to some people. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I just don't want him to go anywhere. I'm not, that is, this isn't something I've even considered until about no. seven hours until today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, so I'm not ready to give you a really good answer on where I think he's going to go. I don't want him to go anywhere, but if he goes, you have to get a running back one. We don't have it. Yep. So no, it's true. To, and there's not many guys like him out there. Like I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll just stay a Charger, and all of this yeah. will be a moot oh, point. Ever. So SRP Dad, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Greg Farnan, aka Farnsey. Farnsey. Who asked the question? What the hell happened here? Went to bed happy as a wide receiver catching lasers from J Herbo 10 only to wake up and see Eki wants a trade. Did TT piss him off by restructuring every other wide receiver? Maybe Eki was like, what the fuck? Or was it part of an all-in approach again? Anyway, let's fucking go and fuck the rest of the NFL. <laughs> Oh, and someone put Kermit in a blender like a Vitamizer or something. Caleb, you bye. Yeah, that, uh, that's got to be rough because he's, Aust- I believe, Australia. So, like, you're going to bed waking up. <laughs> Imagine going to bed when all this shit happens. You wake up to, like, 50 notifications. Yeah, that that'd would be hard suck. to keep, keep 
keep track of. Yeah. yeah. I would wake up in the middle of the night and I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. Hell no. Um, but the question of like, did, did it upset Eckler that he's seeing all these other guys getting restructured deals and stuff like that? And now he's like, Hey, woo, woo, woo. what about old Eckler over here? I, Eckler doesn't seem like that. It seems like he's just trying, like the running backs, Kyle said it, they just need to capitalize when they're at their, like he is at peak, peak capitalizing right moment right now. For the like, rest yeah. of his career. Yeah. Like you get your deal right now if you can. Hopefully the Chargers will do it, but this is when he, what he has to do is he's kind of in a corner. There's not really an option. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, as far as like seeing other people get their deals restructured, I, it's just like, so it's so different. Cause he's we're only paying, he's hitting the cap for seven mil versus Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa and Keenan Allen that were hitting it for like 20. So it's like, it's just a very different, there's no need to restructure. And the chargers got ahead of extending him right when they extended him it was like oh shoot they already extended him that's crazy right because they they saw the potential for him to blow up and then you have him locked up in his prime right now in his late 20s seasons and now he's like well i don't care if you signed me you gave me a good deal early i now is the time for me to make even more money which i totally get right um but we thought we were getting ahead of it and he's like no 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 so it sucks. It's just sucky all the way around. He just did is. so good. The years we were paying him six, seven million dollars, he was yeah. playing like a top running back in the league. So you can't hate a, him too much. It was much a great signing by Tommy T. It, it was, was all right. job. Right. So don't know there, Farnsey, and hopefully you get some better news the next morning. But uh, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mr. Pekar, who asked the question. Man, oh man, today has me like. Damn, how do I get off this elevator? Oh, when will it start going up? It started out going up with the announcements that there will be some familiarity in the QB room with the stick signing. All right, man, we're off to a good start. And then, bam, Eckler. And then, bam, Parham. And that one hurts the most. The kick in the proverbial nuts. My man Braden for Hawkeye. I feel like free agency are like these two modified quotes from Blazing Saddles. What is the wild, wild world of sports is going on around here? I wanted you to bring Eckler back, not jump around his contract like a bunch of Kansas City Mahomes. And then, hey, boys, look what I got here. Hey, where do free agent signings at? Ha! <laughs> But this is only day one, and I am doing my damnedest to remain positive, and I know we can still match an offer on a couple of these guys. And I think Eckler is a smart businessman, and he is using <laughs> this as a tactic to get some more moolah on his contracts. So, yeah, says that. Now my question. <laughs> Between the three of you, who can in their prime dance the most double-doubles from in and out in one sitting? I mean, this has been keeping me up most nights. <laughs> also, I cannot remember who says this, but whoever told me that Twitter is a deep, dark hole for Charger fans, and it was not for the weak at heart. Oh, you were right. <laughs> oh, I freaking love it. Thank you, Bolsif. I love you. Bye. Oh, dear. Look at that. And guess what? 
You have one coming to you next week when you do your German voice. This is from the Hofbra House in we, Las Vegas. We, we won them playing quarters. We uh, won. We beat all the people. Kyle, I want actually one hat. So you get one. Fantastic. I can't wait. That's very German. It's got a handle. <laughs> Look at that. It's got a handle. Tip him <laughs> over and paw him out. Um. All right. Well, finally, something that I think I can kick your guys' ass in, eating the most <laughs> double doubles at In and Out. It's no there's no physicality behind it, just a big old belly. I think you I could take you guys to how town. many how many do you think you could eat? I think I could get three. Three? I, I think I'd be fighting to get three. Well then I'd go for three and a half. <laughs> I think I think I'd, so. You're just you're more in the mindset of I wouldn't let you win. I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> I would force myself. The intestinal fortitude. Yeah. yeah, I I couldn't let it go. I would I would just wait until you guys threw in the towel and then I'd go just a Take little bit bite. further. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd be good. I, we we always did it in high school because it was right down the street and like the linemen would all go eat double doubles and see how many we could eat and like oh really one guy give like the eight by eight and I was like oh, dude no like dude, I won't be able to <laughs> no. walk out of here if I do that. So <laughs> um all right. Wooldog wins. Wooldog finally wins one. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Peckar, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Josh Rodriguez. Who asked the question? Oh boy! <laughs> With all this cap room, are we moving on from Everett? If so, do you see the Chargers getting a free agent tight end, or still looking for one in the draft? Love you, bye. <laughs> Certified fresh. Hey. I missed it. Welcome, Josh. We Better late than you, never. Yeah. Um. um all right, yeah. moving on from Everett. He posted something on Twitter today that said blessed. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Don't know what that means. Hmm. Just said blessed. Hmm. He's blessed that he's, he's feeling not blessed. getting cut. I guess I don't know. Like, what's the? What, is he glass going on full? behind glass the scenes? Something. Hmm. That'd be weird, dude. That'd be getting rid of two tight ends out of our tight end room, and that would leave you Trey McKitty and Trey McKitty. Trey McKitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not looking good. I don't think Everett's going anywhere, and we need to get like we need to draft a tight end like first two rounds. Let's go. Hmm. Yeah, the tight end of the future, because we only gave Gerald Everett a two-year deal, right? It was like two or, I think so, two or three. I thought it was just a one-year deal. No, he's still still under contract for this year. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think it was, I don't think it was more than two. I thought thought it was a two-year thing. So, yeah, eventually, I mean, even if he stays, you still have to address the position with something for the future. For sure. Um, I think you, I think with everyone talking about the depth of tight end in this draft class, first two rounds, you have to address tight end. And, I'm hoping it's sooner rather than later. It was a two-year deal, and he made 1.5 last year. He's making 5.5 this year. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> oh. a big jump. As long as he doesn't like get on, as long as he doesn't like stay on the field when he's tired and give up interceptions, I'll be okay was, with it. That was tough. I, I, like I cannot I get that even out see of him on the field after that. I yeah. can't even get it out of my brain. That's how bad that oh. freaking play was. But yeah, if you don't know, we're talking about the KC game that picked. Pick, pick 99, whatever mm. it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I would like to hope that if if we do end up keeping him, which it looks like we probably will, uh, yeah. that having a second year with Herbert and with this offense and now with Kellen Moore at the helm, we'll see some better production out of out of Mr. Everett. But I just think if you could tandem him with a real tight end, 
Because Gerald Everett is not a tight end. He's just a big wide receiver, a mm-hmm. really big wide receiver. So if you could put him on the field with a real tight end that you have the threat of blocking, you can run a play action and him sneak out. Mm-hmm. Those guys trying to kind of tear up the middle of the field, uh, I think that that could be pretty dynamic. I think Gerald Everett on his own, he just feels like a a less effective Mike Williams in, mm-hmm. in, is what he is. So he's a great, he's a big body. He's, he's a bunch of yards after the catch type of guy, but... We just, I don't know. We didn't see enough of it last year. It felt like, right. and we were, when we were paying him a million bucks and now he's hitting for 5 million on the right. Yeah, just stuff. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we cut him. I, I think that would have already happened probably. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and see, but uh, Josh Rodriguez, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to arrogant bastard. Certified fresh. Who asked the question. Hey, hey, hey. Why haven't we signed Justin Herbert to a contract extension yet? Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I thought I thought they would start maybe looking at this once those bigger contracts started to go. Then you see like um, who, Daniel uh, Jones, Daniel get Jones, fifty million dollars. Yeah, it was like forty something. Like you're, he's gonna get paid. Like it's so clear what the number is. Like just go right. get it done. You know, right. They did but, talk about it, though, at the Combine, right? They asked Tommy T about it, and he was like, I'm really confident we're going to be able to get an extension done that's that's like basically like a team, a team-friendly team deal. So right. um, I just don't think they're they're worried about it. Maybe they're looking to see, project with this offseason, getting guys on the books, what, what it looks like three, four years. Mm-hmm. So they see how they want to initially restructure or initially structure it. Mm-hmm. Something I can think is they want to get, they want to see things settle here between the draft and free agency and then, yeah. And then lock it up. That's yeah. a good good point. That makes that makes the most sense. Yeah. Let's get all our ducks in a row and and figure it out. I mean, and I get like the idea of like, hey, let's get in front of this before the quarterback market just explodes and everybody's getting paid way more money than they probably deserve. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones is making more money per year than Patrick Mahomes. That's freaking insane. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that can't be right. It is. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, it is. It's fact. That's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> you're going to have to pay him. It's just, uh, and they very timing. well could have just about everything figured out. They just need to dot I's and cross T's, you know, get the, get the verbiage figured out. It's possible. We don't know. We're not there. I don't know why. Why are you asking us? Eric bastard. <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know. I wish I knew. It's a great question. Yeah. Thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to house of Hain, who asked the question. With all I say, with all the restructuring going on, and we are now a good, I say, a good amount under the cap. Now, what should we do with, I say, with the money? Spend it. <laughs> all of it. Put it all on 10. <laughs> yeah. I could do that. <laughs> see for what you. Yeah, I was solid at that. <laughs> yeah. It'll, I'll be, I don't know. I, it's, I think you're going to see a little bit more like what I want to see versus what I want to, I want to splash. Splashes are way more fun. But I think what they're going to do is get some of these guys like the Josh Johnson, some of these guys to fill out this roster that aren't like the big, you know, break the bank players that are just going to give us a more well-rounded roster. I think that's what you do with the money right now. And then hopefully you hit on the first three rounds of that draft. Those are all contributors right away. Right. That's what you want. Look at our roster. Where is the weak spot as a starter? Linebacker. You just added Eric Kendricks. Like you, it's now even just with after today, like your offensive line, you have an idea of what that is. As far right. as the first five, you have your starting wide receivers. You have your start. Well, maybe running back now, yeah, but like running back. 
there's not like a huge splash missing spot need to fill this position, what it feels like. So in last year, we had the big signings and not as much depth and you saw what happened to us. So yeah, I agree. I think you're just going to, I see like hopefully some five or so really, really good depth pieces um, that pay big dividends once somebody gets hurt because somebody's going to get hurt. Right. Or they just don't want to go full three years or four years or whatever Eckler wants. And they, you know, Derek Henry wants a two-year contract. Mm-hmm. And they have that money to do that. And they don't want to <laughs> no. be locked in. Just saying. Just saying. Interesting. Throwing it's, it out there. That's just an idea. Just the same. <laughs> yeah, can, I, can we trade uh, Austin Eckler for Derek Henry? Just do just a swap? It's a different running back, but you're going <laughs> to you're gonna be able to get the ball <laughs> moving up the middle. Yeah, you won't have to worry about running the ball in the playoffs, killing clock. Nope. Mm. So, yeah, hey, don't know what we're going to do. I mean, we could also use some of that money to retain some of the guys that are going to be free agents as well. I'm telling you, fifth round, Deuce Vaughn. Let's go. Step in. <laughs> Let's go. Get in here. Get I in love here, it. Deuce. I love Get it. Because you, everyone's like, oh, Deuce Vaughn, same kind of type, body type as Austin Eckler. Well, now I don't have Austin Eckler. Reach for him a round earlier than where everyone else thinks they're going to get him. Grab your Deuce Vaughn, then you got your guy. Then pick up some, some dude that... I don't know. There's running backs everywhere. I don't know. They're oh, not everywhere. scary going into the season without without any running backs. Oh, my back. God. It makes me sick. I'm feeling gross. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move it on. House of Pain, on. thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Chargers Truther, who asked the question, what's the plan to get the run game going? I mean, oh, that's a lot I, of questions now. That, that's not a question for us. That's a question for Kellen Moore, my friend. I, now it's a question. Like I wouldn't even know who's going to be running the ball at, right. to start. If if the or a run game coordinator. Happens. Yeah, plan plan <laughs> A. Make sure we have a running back to run the ball. That's plan A. Right. We got to sure have, have a, a body. Really good, yeah. First, a good you need yourself a body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they're gonna. I mean, he's gonna run different style. There's gonna be different style of runs. I'm praying it's we get away from zone stuff. Hmm. Have it in there as a wrinkle, but we're more downhill kind of direct power football. That's that's my hope. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. I did see somebody on Twitter post like the uh, the amount of money the the RB one of each team in the last ten Super Bowls made. The average was like one point three million dollars. Wow. Like, there's not like, you know, you got like a Marshawn Lynch was the highest name on there. Um, but yeah. everyone else was like, was it Pachanko is making $700,000. Yeah. You just get lucky with one of these guys, give them opportunities. So I don't know. I don't know how to, I'm, I feel like I'm just in my brain justifying being okay with this later. And I'm not going to be okay with this later. No, it's not going to be okay. Uh, Chargers Truther, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolt Dan. Who asked the question. Hola, vatos. We need one position only. What are we getting? What do you want, Kyle? Tight end. I yeah. want tight end. Yeah, fresh, tight, the, the, fresh hot the, off the press tight, tight end. In the draft? Yeah. The first round I want. I assume end. that that's what Bolt Dan yeah. is referring to. Yeah. Yeah. Think, it feels like tight end. Like, I mean, like Kyle just said, like, where are we lacking in, in starters? And tight end really feels like the biggest area of opportunity, right? Yeah, that right now. Safety right now. The other until we until we that any type of free agent signing is done. Right now you got Derwin and not really anybody else back there. Aloe. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's oh yeah. Got. Forgot about Aloe. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, can't forget about kind Aloe. of a hole there. I just yeah. the, the only thing that worries me is just like the, the the longevity and like not longevity, but like the ability to stay healthy of our edge rushers. I w- it would be really nice to have like a, a, a early guy that can doesn't need to come in and be a stud right away, but can learn behind these. St- amazing players right and yeah. it's, if somebody gets hurt now's your time bud you know mm-hmm. now's your time pal yeah. so that, that's something to think about something yeah. to consider for sure yeah 
Bolt Dan, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daryl Sandlin, who asked the question. Hello, boys. The D-Man is back. <laughs> Hope all is well in charge of Fanland. Okay, two things I'd like to know. One, we all know how us Charger fans love to dream up situations for the upcoming season because I know I do it daily. Am I the only one who would love to hear Keenan mic'd up for game one, get that first TD and blurt out, we're back, bitches? <laughs> Two, how do we really feel about Edge Rusher in the first round? I would not be shocked if Tommy T traded up for Nolan Smith from Georgia. Dude is an absolute beast, and we all know Staley loves the Bulldogs. And three, since we all know the Faders are a total joke, how about we adopt FTC as well? Faith, trust, cherish, since I'm a new Christian now. Ah, f*** it, f*** the Chiefs, kill you, bye. FTC, FTR, FTC. FTC, FTB, FTR, they get them all. We get them all, Daryl. Uh, let's see to answer the question. Yes. would love to see Keenan mic'd up in that first game. And cause Keenan, Keenan chirps for sure. Yeah. Like you're going to hear some fun things. I feel like they aren't allowed to put all of Keenan's mic'd up actually <laughs> on <not>. the episodes. <laughs> yeah. It's a liability. A lot of it gets edited. I'm sure. For sure. Um, edge rusher in the first round. Sounds like Kevin is down for an edge in the first. I don't know if I really want to go that route. Cause I think tight end is still a priority, especially with Parham going um, and see what happens. But I, I wouldn't be upset if they did something yeah. like that. I really I wouldn't, wouldn't be. I wouldn't be pissed. I mean, that's a premium position. Mm -hmm. yeah. Edge rusher tackle. Those are big premium position. Even if we drafted a tackle, it was like, I don't know where a guy falls and that's a stud. Go get him. You know, like yeah. for sure. that's kind of how the draft works. So if thing the way the, pieces fall if we get an, a stud edge rusher, edge rusher mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome i'd love it yeah so what would you say i would say tackle edge tight end wide receiver if we got like an amazing yeah. one of those at 21 i'd be okay yeah i don't care if we get an amazing anything at 21 like if it ends up paying <laughs> no. off like say you draft Long another snapper, derwin james at 21 kicker there's a loophole quarterback. Here, kyle <laughs> quarterback <laughs> what if we went so first bad. round quarterback oh man Imagine that we would all day. collectively vomit at the same time. Yeah, um, I just delete our delete our Twitter account. I that's what the Packers yeah. did. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Um, all right, Daryl Sandlin, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now. Dirty Ferdy, who asked the question. It's been a minute since I posted anything. Guess I just needed something juicy to talk about. Well, free agency provided, and the juices are flowing. <laughs> So let's all remember that we knew some things were coming based on cap space and another Super Bowl run, but we can't just throw money away with Jay Herbo's big contract coming up. So in Telesco and Staley, I trust. Question. With the possibility of Eckler going somewhere else, what is your counter to replace him? I say go after Bijan. If he isn't fired year one, that's okay. Our run game trash since Tomlinson. Double dip question for each of you. With Telesco freeing up some cap space and has some money to spend, is there a big splash player to add to get us a Lombardi? I uh, have fun with it, even if it's not a possibility. Who is the guy you want on our team? Okay, love you, bye. So there's a couple questions in there. There are. Because he double-dipped his question. Dirty Ferdy. <laughs> Dirty Ferdy. 
So yeah, Eckler uh, going somewhere else. Who you're placing with? So if if the news of Eckler go of he, he's gonna go, which I hate saying that out loud, but if that happens and they go Bijan in the first round, I mean, I see a lot of fans tweeting about how they would love to have this guy. I know nothing about him, so yeah. he's, I he's a don't freak. Know. He's an athletic freak. Um, that there's some comp, like a lot of the comps are saying Tomlinson. I don't know how you do that. You can't do that. But his like measurables, how fast he runs, he's from Texas, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a stud. If you go look at his highlights, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. So question, does that translate to the NFL game right away? Cause that's what you're doing. That's what you're asking. Mm-hmm. You're asking him to step in and be immediately an impact and not have, right. you know, not used to the, the speed and pace and, not get fumbleitis and because you're relying on him. If this is the year you're pushing, you got your hope, you're praying he's the guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I don't want to trade up for him because I think we need the draft picks. But if you, if he falls to you at 21, cool. But I think you need to have a plan. If he's gone, you got to have a plan in place before right. Bijan's, you get to the draft. Right. Cause that could not happen. Somebody could take him away earlier and it's, it's not a guarantee. You right. can guarantee going to get somebody if they're, you know, you sweeten up the deal enough. For sure. So, yeah, I mean, hard to say on that first question there, Dirty Ferdy, but as far as uh, making a splash and picking up a player, uh, regardless of the possibility, yeah, what do we want? Just touching really quick on that last one. If, oh, you're sure, not yeah. willing to, if you're not willing to pay a running back that's, how, what's Eckler, 28? Is that what the, one of the questions? I believe said? so, yeah. If you're not willing to pay that guy, why would you be wanting to use a first-round draft pick on a running back? You clearly don't value the position. Yeah. So it's like if you're going to give up a proven 20-touchdown-a-year guy that we believe is a pro bowler just because you don't want to pay him a little bit, you're not going to use a first-round pick on a running back. So I I just don't – I don't the, – the philosophy doesn't match up. It wouldn't make a lot of sense. Um, so I don't uh, – yeah, I don't, I don't think that you go Bijan – I just don't know what the options are. It's been too fresh, honestly. This thing yeah. just happened, and right, we're still kind of wrap- reeling from the from the tweet. <laughs> I have, yeah, I haven't wrapped my head around what all of that looks like yet. Right, um, we haven't exactly hit with first round running backs in a while. You know, you got Ryan Matthews, you got right. Melvin Gordon. Right, were those the last and since LT? Like, I can't remember the last time we drafted a running back in the first round. I don't think I don't think there is. I think that was I can't it. Can't think of one. Yeah, yeah. So I don't right. know. It's just a risk. So if uh, we wanted to pick up somebody in free agency, free regardless agent? of possibility, Any, I don't even think it, it doesn't have to be a free agent. If you just want to pick somebody up, I'll take uh, Gronk. Yeah. Gronk. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, I'll going, take Kelsey. Kelsey. I'll take Kelsey all day. If we're going, I don't know. We got to go free agents. You can't just, you can take anybody like, all time out of nowhere. I don't trade. Know. Money to spend. <laughs> right. In my, I'm making it. I'm Keller making it. I'm sorry. Give me Keller. I, I loophole again. <laughs> yeah. Lo- <laughs> yeah. Can I have a DeLorean in this scenario? Yeah. He's hey. saying that if since Telesco has freed up cap space, yeah. is there a big splash player to add? So free agent right now. Okay. Mm. Fine. Fair enough. Um, I, for me, like, I don't know. There's just, I'm looking at the top free agents available and it's like, you, maybe you go with a tight end, like a Mike Gesicki or a Dalton Schultz. Uh, it doesn't feel like a big splash. Um, there is one name that's about as big a splash as you can make. Splash um, Donald. Cannonball. 
Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty I mean, splashy. That's a, that's a, that's a cannonball into the yeah. shallow end. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really want a big splash. I would rather take that money and divvy it up to some studs that are number twos throughout the lineup. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I like, I mean, I remember the talk about Dalton Schultz when, uh, when he was a free agent, I think it was last year. I think he only had a one year deal. And I like the idea because he was pretty productive with Dak Prescott. Now that we have Kellen Moore bringing Dalton Schultz over would be not a bad thing, in my opinion, especially teaming him up with Justin Herbert. So, um. Yeah, I like the Dalton Schultz idea too. Oh, you know, I'm gonna go back to Gronk because I don't think he's connected to anyone. I think you know he's he hasn't pretty, fully he's free an agent. He hasn't possibly. Been. He hasn't officially, officially, officially retired yet. Sure, so, sure. He's done so, it twice, not three times. You're right. Yeah. So it's not it's not official, official, official. Okay. Yet. Wait, 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 wait. It's double official. <laughs> if, if the answer then is right in front of all our faces. What you get, Philip Rivers back. <laughs> the backup. If we're going on, if we're going to that free agent to people who haven't officially, officially, officially retired yet, to backup, you bring in to, Big Papa Phil to work alongside Justin Herbert. Right, be the sure. clipboard Jesus to Justin that'd Herbert. Be sweet. That'd just be awesome, just for the visual of it all. <laughs> and I would love it if he actually was clipboard Jesus. If he had yeah, just long hair and grew a beard, <laughs> I would love that. Um, all right, Dirty Ferdy, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Superchargers fan 2006, who asked the question, what's up, Charger Chat crew? Hopefully my questions have gradually improved since joining, even though you usually hit on my question at the show's beginning. I will be sure to shit myself with all my other long-term care residents <laughs> if this question is answered at the beginning. Well, fear not there. <laughs> With that being said, two questions. I have posted our run defense since 2004. 2022, 2017, John Brainbogo. 2021, 30, Limbaugh Joseph. 2017, Limbaugh Joseph. 2019, 18, Brandon Meebane. 2018, 10, Brandon Meebane. 2017, 34, Brandon Meebane. 2016, 12, Brandon Meebane. 2015, 27, Sean Ridmore. 2014, 25, Sean Ridmore. 2013, 14, Cam Thomas. 2012, 25th, Antonio Gray. 2011, 20, 2010, 4. 2009, 2021, 2012, Jamal Dickinson. 2018, 11, 2017, 15, 2016, 2015, 24, 3rd. Our run defense was so dominant when we had ma big man Jay Williams demanding the double team up the middle and Antonio Garay and his wild ass hairstyles. Has the nose tackle position been widely overlooked and be addressed early in the draft instead of just patching it every year and hoping for a home run hit? Especially now that we went back to the 3 4 after Gus Bradley's departure. Feeling like filling that hole will also open up lanes for a better pass rush as well. That way we can stop drafting all these edge rushers and linebackers. My question just gained more relevance now that Fahoku is set to test the free agency market. LOL. Speaking of Antonio Gray's haircuts, which one was your favorite? And how much would I have to pay each of you to come on the show with one of his haircuts? LOL. Thank you again for letting me on fan focus. Okay, love you. Bye. Brisket he, broads. Brisket <laughs> broads. broads. Sorry. Uh, just to clarify, he asked me to do a brisket broad voice and brisket broads. I apologize. <laughs> I was uh, not. Dude, the farmer Fran in the middle there. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that, that was impressive. Was impressive. Yeah, he asked me to do farmer Fran from. The water boy for the run defense rank. So if you didn't understand it, well, 
That's Farmer Fran. For you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a that's a good point. Like you're looking at some of the better defenses we had. You had a very specific dominant nose guard. Yeah. yeah, that's it's a great point. Like, you can't argue it. At, yeah. least, at least from these numbers, um, we've been kind of on a ro- rotating door lately. Um, so we'll see. Austin Johnson's coming back next year, so. Hopefully that fixes stuff, but the Braden Fogel thing bums me out, man. He, he yeah. was doing so well at the end of the year. Yeah, it's a big bummer. And then Antonio Gray's haircut. Now, for, I, from what I remember, it, it was crazy. It, it, it was less of the hair and more of the like the facial hair that like he got sharp. like zigzag. Well, if yeah. you, I, I, I didn't, I don't remember Antonio Gray like that. That was a name that I was like, I had to Google it, so I did. And you might want to do yourself a favor and just Google his name. And go to the images because holy cow, some of his hairstyles were <laughs> insane. Uh, like there was jack o' lanterns. There was one that was like dedicated to Junior Seau. Like, and it did. It went all the way up to his beard, and he had just some crazy hairstyles. I can't believe that I don't remember this guy like at all. Like yeah. I and I had to Google it. So, uh, how much would you have to pay? I don't know, buddy. How much you got? Every, everything has a <laughs> price. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I probably, let's yeah. talk talks <laughs> i need i need to do it right before i have like a month and a half before i have a big job so i can at least grow it out a little bit and not look ridiculous <laughs> um but i i'm open i'm open to offers, open <laughs> offers. could you imagine that i i oh my god well especially if he's paying for the haircut like because i mean that's, i'm sure those were expensive haircuts that's some specialty barber barber yeah. stuff yeah, and the okay. problem is I have two monster calyx right here, so I can't guarantee you I'm not going to go full double alfalfa with one <laughs> of these haircuts. It's a very high likelihood. Yeah, and the the thickness of the forest on top of Mount Wooldog is uh, sparse to say the least. So it'd be, it'd be I don't think you would have focus. the same effect. Yeah, it would yeah. be more beard focus for Wooldog. So uh, yeah, let us uh, let us know what you know. What do you got there, Supercharged fan? We'll 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 talk uh, we'll talk money, but. <laughs> That'd be wild. One question. of us shut up one day. He DMs one of us. We do it. Show up the next episode. Uh, it just might happen. Just so, Superchargers fan 2006, thank you for asking thank the you. question, bud. Let's move it on now to a Thier Kadir who asked the question Charger chat. Oh, I cannot <laughs> wait for Tuesday. So, Wooldog, I saw the switch. I love it. I can't wait till I get it. Hoo-ha. My question for the coach. What does Coach Staley need to do to get our defense to be top 10? Because the offense will be awesome. Top five, FTR, bolt up, 23. Let's go. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big man. <laughs> you, you, Adam did this video on her Patreon where he did oh. he, he did the commentary for an entire oh. game of highlights as if he was the commentator as Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Oh shit. It was pretty fun. I that was awesome. That. Kill me. Buy a pack of gum, show you how to chew. Show you how to chew. It. Um, all right. So coach, what do we need to do to get Solve our defense our to be top ten? Solve it, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. If you if if he knew that, then we would be a top ten, and he's way smarter than I am. So <laughs> I can throw out my opinions, but that's just what they are. Um, I do think that there needs to be an emphasis on the run when there hasn't been. That's like a very like 
it just seems like, a, well, we're not doing that and we're not playing well. So let's start doing that and maybe we'll play better type of a feel. <laughs> um, hey, here's a thought. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he, he came out and explained his philosophy on it and it, it made sense. Like I get it. Right. I hear, I, there's at least some logic there, but maybe we switch it up and try to stop the run a little bit more. Um, but maybe that, that Eric, maybe Kendricks will do that and that'll be sweet to have a running back and sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't think you can simplify it down to do one thing and you become a top 10 defense. Mm-hmm. I think your whole team has to work together better. Um, you, it's not just putting good guys on the field and good luck. It's, they all have to work together and right. they got to buy into the coaching, buy into the scheme, be consistent, not get hurt. There's a lot of stuff that goes into becoming a top 10 defense. Yeah. Yes, Kevin. Uh, I'd like to chime in. I think the easiest way to get to this is no injuries for anyone on the defense throughout the entire season. Yeah, just don't get injured. That's it. Just a new new trainer that is awesome, has the best technology, and no one ever gets hurt. (laughs) That's the that's the move. That's the idea. Yeah, I like that. It's it's as simple as that, Athir. So we'll see if they can pull it off. But thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Danny Lags. Danny. Who asked the question. Hey, yo, young bucks. How about that cap space, huh? Any predictions, coach? Hi, hi, hi. So, Samurai won the last match. Team moves on. Okay. <laughs> Wrong. Next match. Hey. Next match. In a small area with a river going down the middle with rocks. Bring out the Valhalla crazed Viking versus a cocaine bear. Who wins? <laughs> I hope this. Guy, I hope he's got a huge bracket. He's We're got just a bracket. Get yeah. To them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll end with the incident. It's his tournament. March Madness. This is his. <laughs> this is Danny Lang's March Madness. <laughs> Danny's March Madness. Now I uh, have a feeling we can kind of come to an agreement on this one. I'm hoping that we can. I don't know. I might curveball. <laughs> I don't know either. He might curveball just to be a dick. On three. No, no. Let's say it. Let's say it ours at the same time on three. Okay. Here we go. Wait, wait. wait. This is just one Viking. Correct. Yeah. One Samurai co- went on. Valhalla crazed, crazed Viking. Viking versus a cocaine, a cocaine bear. bear. Which is just a bear. A bear jack. Cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Count on three. <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Valhalla crazed Viking. Oh my God, Kyle. No. Come on, Viking. You've seen Valhalla crazed Vikings wear bears. You never see a bear wear a Valhalla Viking. You don't think a bear's ever killed a Viking? You're an idiot. Not a crazed Valhalla Viking. No. You give a one-on-one. What what was the scenario? A river? (laughs) Put a bear in a river? Destroy a Is the river the, the... The deciding uh, factor. Okay, Valhall, how a Viking running around like trying to move and avoid a bear in water. That powerful bear just cruises through the water like a tank. Explain the axe. Explain Thor's hammer. Whatever it is, they're Dude, holding. A cocaine bear will take that axe to the heart and still come and rip his face off. They're wild. A, co- a cocaine bear, while powerful. I'm not trying to take anything away from a cocaine bear. You guys need to go look some YouTube up of bear. I saw a video yesterday. Listen, I saw the movie. (laughs) Holy cow. I saw the movie Cocaine Bear. It was fine. I'm just saying a guy that actually has the ability to come up with a game plan, whereas a bear is just strictly instinct. That's all the cocaine bear has. A bear can crush a moose's spine with his club. (laughs) 
What are we talking about here, boys? Don't this seems like a simple don't answer. Don't just regular like Joe Schmoes hunt bears with Hell guns. Yeah. Sure, cocaine. How does cocaine? Bear, I, I've spoiled it. Vikings I don't care. are hand to hand combat. Do they right. kill a cocaine bear at the end? Spoiler alert. Yes. Spoiler alert. Plug it. If turn you it off if you want to watch. If you don't want to hear it. Don't listen. One, two, three. No, the cocaine bear actually survives. Fuck. See? But to right, be my fair, there was no Valhalla crazed Viking yeah. that was going after him. Well, so. I don't know if you've seen that on YouTube, Kyle, but you should go look up the Valhalla crazed Viking on YouTube because <laughs> it doesn't exist because they're an ancient beast that will they murder. got eaten by bears. No. I can't believe they it. They're the great bear eating. I'm rooting for the bear. I'm, they drank I'm too much shot. beer, had too many good times after <laughs> pillaging and taking over countries. Bears, apparently, the, a, a, a guy that has the ability to come up with a game plan and use his previous experiences to fight a bear while powerful, I, I think that he could come up with a better game plan than a bear who is just going to strictly try to kill the guy. And the can... sharpest blade could take off a bear's head if it was a strong enough Viking. I think it's a lot closer fight than you think it is, Kyle. I really don't think it's a close fight. Wow. <laughs> I right. really think the bear would absolutely <laughs> just eat the Viking straight up. Eat he up. very well could. I mean, I think he would punch him in the face one time and the guy's neck would break. That's what I think. And then you would eat him. Do bears punch? Yeah. <laughs> See, you know nothing about bears, obviously. <laughs> That's why you don't, you would never pick the bear because you don't know anything about them. I gotta go Viking. So. A bear? You're thinking of like, uh, Yogi Bear. Oh, Yogi. Oh, yeah. I just did this- some blow. <laughs> Where's yeah. the Viking? Oh, yeah, Yogi, yeah, he'd get taken down by a Viking for sure. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine Yogi, dead. Oh. All right. Well, oh, that's another T-shirt, I Danny. I thought like. I thought this was a slam dunk, but <laughs> when you said that in my head, I was like, "Oh, he's thinking cocaine bear." 100%. I was thinking Viking the whole time. Oh, man. oh god! I'm yeah, but sorry. you said I don't know. It might be a curveball. So you also thought cocaine bear would be the favorite. no. I thought yeah. you might say cocaine bear and ruin it for everyone. That's what I thought <laughs> might happen. Oh man! Now we got samurais moving on and stupid Vikings. <laughs> And they both will die in these scenarios. Well, folks, maybe you can be the deciding factor. Please put it down in the yeah, comments. We need to put a poll yeah. on our Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Who would win? Valhalla crazed Viking or a cocaine, cocaine bear. bear? Yeah. Let us know down in the comments. Or Danny, Danny Lags. Lags. If you want to post it on Twitter, I will retweet the shit out of it and we'll get that poll going. Yeah. It really hey, help because, yeah. Help us out because... You are dividing this podcast with every question you ask. But I want to see Danny. where this, this bracket goes. <laughs> this is too exciting. Uh, well, thank you for asking the question. Kyle's just stewing I'm over I'm deep there. in thought. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm researching how powerful grizzly bears are right now, and it's insane. <laughs> but Val, aren't Valhalla Vikings, like, from the gods? It's just another word for a Viking. I don't know. If that's necessarily true. Like Valhalla crazed Viking? That, that's what it is? Uh, that is the word that Danny yeah, used. That just means they're like crazy about getting to Valhalla. They're just like cool Vikings. Willing to <laughs> die at any cost. Viking. 
Yeah, willing to get eaten by a grizzly bear trying to fight it one on one, swinging, in a, going down in a river think, with rocks. I'm not saying if he won, he would be able to go to the next bracket. I'm just saying that he would win. This might be a dead bracket situation. We're both. Die. I think you guys watched that one Leonardo DiCaprio movie, and you have no respect for bears anymore. He survived. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have no respect for a bear because there's no way Leo would be absolutely annihilated. Hmm. Fair enough. All right. Danny, I do think you. the bear beats the samurai, though. I'll give you that. What? No. <laughs> All right. That's the same logic it. for samurai as Viking. Valhalla's Vikings are more intense. Danny, thank so, you. So, so if you put, so wait, you would put Valhalla Viking against samurai, you would take the Viking. Hell yeah. Never in a million years. Power. No. That's at least samurai a 280 would, pound man yeah. versus like a hundred. I can agree with you samurai. on that one. Samurai yeah. would kick the ass of a even more divided Viking. even more divided than we were two seconds ripes danny what are Jeez. you doing to us <laughs> you're oh, tearing God. us apart danny <laughs> tear me apart lisa i have no son <laughs> danny oh, thank you God. for asking the question and thank you everybody for asking questions <laughs> i'm here sweating in <laughs> uh Without you folks, we wouldn't sweat as much as we do. So thank you uh, for making this episode what it is. Uh, and that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? See you. Stay with us, Austin. Don't don't, don't leave. leave. Please. Please. We'll see what craziness happens in the next week because it's going to get yeah. crazy. Guaranteed. It's happen before this comes out. So we're going to yeah. look stupid. All right. Well... <laughs> We'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, and as always, uh, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Yeah, love you, bye. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Tonight on Fran's Kitchen. Why do you eat lame now? Uh, I'm sorry, chef? I'm a day with lame now. I, I don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry, I can't work under these conditions. Who will take home the win? Will it be Red Team? It bro! It's what? It bro! Or the Blue Team? Oh my god, I'm going to when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.